You are listening to Bright and Bubbly with Tori and Elizabeth. We are going to go and start off today with this. What is it? We have decided to start season two of our podcast. We are back. Not that we really took a break, but we are starting season two, which I'm so excited for. Yeah, that means that this is going to be our 24th uh, podcast that we've recorded, Tori and I. And um, we're so glad that you were on this journey with us starting in April and now moving forward in yes. September of 2020. I'm going to put a date on that. That way people know just this journey that God's taken us on with our podcast and just how our lives have rolled out and evolved through this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. And all our friends that we've been able to have come on and talk to. Yes. Um, we appreciate you. So this is also an appreciation tidbit yep. of saying, hey, thanks our listeners for listening. Yes. Thanks our friends. We appreciate you for um, trusting us with 20 minutes, 25 minutes of your time once a week and listening to us sometimes ramble. Right. And sometimes, hopefully, say something from the Holy Spirit. Yes. And leave listening, feeling encouraged and blessed. So thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Today, we're going to continue with our Trials and Treasures focus. Yep. A couple of episodes episodes back, Tori recorded where she talked about a trial that she went on. Can you give us just a little like highlight of that, Tori? Yeah, that was about me and getting my teaching certification license to teach here in Michigan. Um, and what a journey that was. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, was- and so we encourage you, if you have not listened to that episode, go on back and take a listen. I think you'll be encouraged because that is our focus. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, it's my turn. Yay! The pressure is on. Elizabeth's story, full on for all to hear and see. Um, it is one of those things where when you look back on your life, you can see trials and you can see treasures. Yep. And I would even say that as Tori and I talk together and hang out other days of the week, we're probably going through some trials right now. Oh, yeah. There's There's been a trial in my life for like a year now that I've been going through. But I want to clue you in on a trial that happened to me when I was younger that the Lord has taken me on a journey on. And that would have to be health issues. Uh, When I was 14, I started to have some really bad stomach issues uh, to the point like crippling like stomach issues. And what it was like for me in my life would be I would eat a meal and instantly anywhere from five minutes to two to three hours, I could have a stomach ache. And oh, I didn't, wow. I didn't know why. And 14-year-old um, in high school or just starting high school when everything happened, I was trying to figure out who I was. Mm-hmm. I was trying to own my faith and get out of a season where I had literally like gone through burnout as a 13-year-old. <laughs> I read my word so much that in this season, I kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. And so I was, like, struggling, like, working through, like, going back to reading my word and being, like, this young teenager starting high school and then stomach issues. Man. Oh, it hit me and it became one of the biggest trials in my life. And what happened was I was at camp that summer of of freshman year before I started. And I went to this camp and while I was there, there was this lady who was, like, hey, you're having stomach issues. Well, you should take out dairy and you should take out this item and this item. And this is what the camp provides. Now, this was back in 2009. 
or 2000. Yeah, it was 2009. Mm -hmm. So perspective, this is 11 years ago or so, 11, 12, however we count years nowadays. Yeah. Being dairy-free and being gluten-free and having allergies or anything of that sort was not common in anywhere you would go. Yeah. They wouldn't give you options at a cafeteria because they didn't even know that it existed. Like, you would yeah. say something about, like, maybe I'm lactose intolerant, and that was, like, the yep. most common. Or, mm-hmm. like, a peanut allergy. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's so true. So this lady at the camp, I'm literally on my own for a week in a dorm room <laughs> with another friend, all these different things. And, uh, well, long story short, I took out dairy that week. And I felt a little bit better. And I had, like, really white bread. And I didn't have as many problems. And my mom had tried to give me some supplements and things. So we fast forward a couple weeks, go on a trip, and I go down south and we're with a family, friends of ours. And the mom of one of my close friends was like, hey, have you ever thought of Elizabeth going gluten-free and dairy-free? My daughter has been gluten-free for like seven years now. I hadn't heard about it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what that was. And so we started looking into it. And at the time, there was one one bread that I could eat when I went gluten-free. And it was this super starchy rice bread that literally <laughs> would crumble every time that you, like, touched it. So when you would go to put it in the toaster oven, like a standing upright one yeah. that, like, shoots it up in the air, it literally would, like, fall apart. So you had to be, have it, like, laying down. And it was just tasteless. And I remember going, and this is what I have to give up for bread because I loved bread. Um, and from then on, about August of 2009, I went gluten-free and Mm dairy-free. And there was a season where I went into depression because of it. I bet. Like, you were still young, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And that would have to be so difficult. Because especially in a time where, like, it's not as, like, easy to go to the grocery store and, like, see things that are, like, gluten-free, vegan-free, da-da-da, free like and then you're just and it's like kind of like trial too because Mm -hmm. you're just trying to see if this is really gonna help yeah but i'm sure you would have to do it for a long time to see if there's even like a difference right well walking into it we were told that i needed to at least do it for three months to notice and get whatever was inside of me out Mm -hmm. now at this time um i was seeing a doctor and i was starting the process but even back then you went to an allergist to take care of your allergies. Mm-hmm. Your normal doctor would know things, but it wasn't a common thing that they were studying even or looking into. Mm-hmm. Now, I am not a medical profession. There are things that I'm about to say in this podcast where um, a doctor did not recommend it or different yeah. things like that. So I am not taking any liberty of pretending to be a nutritionist. But I will tell you what God has used in my life. And I really mean it strongly. God has used in my life. And that's not to be over-spiritual because I feel like sometimes I get in that niche where I'm like, God is so good and this and this and this that he's done. But truly, it's not because of me. Mm-hmm. It's because he's provided people, him as in God. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to 2009. It took at least three months to know and get it out of my system. And I still had problems. Wow. Um, I, at one point in my life, was sleeping anywhere from 18 to 22 hours a day. Whoa. Okay, so that literally means I was up two to six hours in the whole entire day for solid months. 
Wow. Because what happened was my stomach hurt so much that I would have cramps that hurt me where I couldn't walk or I'd be exhausted. I started to have symptoms of um, exhaustion. There's an actual term. Um, it's escaping me right now. But complete exhaustion where I had mm-hmm. no chronic fatigue. That's the name of it. And so one thing after another, and arthritis, oh my goodness, arthritis, who, wow. who has arthritis at 14 or 15? What? Yeah. And all these things hit me. So I've, I hope I've laid out this groundwork for you. I'm finding who I am. I'm trying to know who the Lord is. I'm and this looking into, and right, and, and this happened, and it became something that I let define me for a while. Oh. It became my definition. Oh, I'm the girl with this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And my focus was no longer on dreaming or what I could do. It was surviving. It was figuring out things. I'm a foodie. Um, I can tell you that now. I can tell you that during. And I can tell you before. <laughs> um, there are things that I would eat that I would overeat because it was just so good to me. Yep. <laughs> and so when I went gluten-free and dairy-free, that's the most common thing that I took out of my diet. Um, there was a season where I would sneak and go down and I would eat an ice cream bar that was like a cookie ice cream bar. Uh-huh. And then try to like walk through the pain Aww. and hide it so that because when I had snuck and I shouldn't have eaten it. Like, yeah. Because I was also dealing with sin. Yeah. I was dealing with shame. And I was, because I would do stuff like that, mm-hmm. that would cause more pain, uh, working on my identity and all these things. And it was behind the scenes trials. My mom knew some of it. Other people knew little bits. But when you have all that and you're wrestling with it, it became something that took over. Mm-hmm. So fast forward um, another year or two. By this point, I've gone on a mission trip um, overseas to pour into the lives of those that don't have as much as me. We gave away things on these mission trips. We would yep. do ministry opportunities where we would have puppets and dances and we would sing and really great opportunities to spread the love and the gospel of Jesus Christ. And while I was there, God was doing some amazing things, but I went on three trips while I was in high school or around that age of high school. And my first trip, I first experienced that people could be like healed. Now, some people believe in the Bible that it that was old and it's just in the Bible and it's not today, but I actually got to experience it. I got to see people who had hearing loss restored their hearing, Mm -hmm. like people that couldn't walk, walk. Like these miracles that you hear about in the gospel of Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Yep. Like, and um, I wanted it. So my first mission trip, I prayed for it. Mm -hmm. It didn't happen the way I wanted. I went, I'm like, Lord, you can heal me. You can take away my stomach aches. You can take away these things. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be eating gluten-free and dairy-free the rest of my life, right? Mm -hmm. And... I didn't get healed that way I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Fast forward next year, go on a missions trip, a little more confident, less confused about being gluten-free and dairy-free, like had already had like a year and a half, two years underneath my belt, go on my missions trip knowing that God could do whatever he wants to do. And I met five girls on that trip who six months or less had all gone gluten-free oh wow some of them could still have dairy Mm -hmm. but they had all gone gluten-free which 
I never described in the beginning. So if you don't know, gluten is a part of wheat and other grains that is a casing um, that is, there's even like a certain type of gluten and even in rice. Um, but it's different. I'm not a medical person and I'm not a science person. So you have to look that up yourselves. I hope you do. Um, <laughs> but what this gluten does is depending on if you have celiac or if you have a sensitivity, it can really cause problems in your body in the way that it processes it. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, these five girls had gone gluten-free six months or less. One girl was like a week before the trip. Oh, wow. And when we go on the trip, I had all these supplements like vitamins and granola bars and knowledge behind me that I was able to help every single one of those girls. Like we prayed with every one of them. I got to give them ideas and things for when they went home. And then on top of that, as well as during that week of that missions trip, I gave away my granola bars. I looked at granola bars that were brought on the trip so that they could see, like, what would hurt them, what would not. Mm -hmm. Whenever we went in line for food, they would follow me. And, like, whatever I grabbed, if they liked it, they would grab it too. Mm -hmm. And so it was eye-opening because I was in the middle of this so intense experience for me. Yeah. Um, It didn't define every day, but it was always there. Yeah. Where... If I had been healed the way I wanted to, like absolutely like no pain, no nothing in my life, um, no stomach aches, I would not have been able to help those girls. Mm -hmm. And the Lord started to reveal treasures in my trials. And those treasures are people. And it doesn't stop with that story. I could tell you six months later, a year later, two years later, three years later, you know, Mm -hmm. A week ago today, uh, two years ago from today, like all these different times and experiences since then, because it's been over 10 years of this journey. I'm giving away too much (laughs) of this journey where I've seen treasures that are represented by people. Yeah. It's people that have been impacted because my focus is not supposed to be on me. It's supposed to be on Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. Because my life's supposed to bring honor and glory, not to me. So often we get honor and glory by what we've done. That's where pride comes in, where these things come in. But because I've had this trial and I went through pain, God's getting the glory because I'm seeing his faithfulness in my life. Mm -hmm. And these are all some amazing topics that we've even addressed on this podcast before. God's faithfulness, you know, helping through pain, um, all this stuff that because of this trial, I got to have. So I've probably picked up 10 to 30 people that I've been able to pour into (laughs) because I could have a conversation about anything allergy, okay? I've been to the doctor. I've gotten blood tests and allergy tests. I've got the pricks on my back. I've done all that stuff to figure out what I have allergy-wise. And Mm -hmm. it's not, as much as I'd love to say, it's not just gluten and dairy that I don't eat anymore. The list has grown. And basically, I'm revealing I have not been healed, Mm. quote, unquote. That way where, like, if you're thinking about healing. And some people don't even dream about or even think about a healing because they're like, I just need to survive. Or they're not taught that way. And if you're not taught that way, 
That's okay. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist, though. Yeah. I have seen how through food, through supplements, and through taking things out of my diet, that I can be healthy. Maybe not complete and without pain, but I can actually be healthy. I do not sleep 18 to 22 hours a day. (laughs) I don't. I couldn't survive that. Um, And I don't need to because I have certain tools in my tool chest, my treasure chest, (laughs) uh, that have been able to help me. And um, I... I'm okay with sharing all this because of what the Lord's done. Mm-hmm. So I, at one point, never thought that I would ever want to be someone who took things out of my diet just because it made make me feel better. Mm-hmm. So I stuck with being gluten-free and dairy-free. And then one day I did a sugar detox. Oh, girl. And realized how intense sugar was on my body. And realized how tomatoes and potatoes hurt my joints. And really gave me some irritation. So if you've not heard, there is a term called nightshades. It's a group of vegetables. And I took those out of my diet. So if you ever see me or ever want to talk about it, I'd love to. Um, But basically what that looks like is I don't eat tomatoes, potatoes, peppers, eggplant, or goji berries. So spaghetti, out. Chili, out. (laughs) But there's alternatives. Pizza, well, that was already out because you can't have dairy and gluten. Although I have found options. I have. Um, I do pesto sauce. I make my own pesto. Mm -hmm. Or I buy it from Trader Joe's. Praise the Lord for Trader Joe's. Uh, But there's things like that that I've been able to discover where, like, I feel so much better on my own. I took those things out. Yeah. On my own, I did the research. And so now you give me a granola bar box, trust me, I'm going to look at that. I'm going to know what's going on with all the ingredients and the proteins and the sugars and the fiber and the calories and all that stuff. Because it affects you. It does not just affect Elizabeth, who has an allergy. It affects every single one of us. And I think um, there's that huge kick of being healthy. Mm -hmm. And people will like running and food and whatnot. And then there's like, they're surviving for those that have allergies and all these different dynamics. But no matter where you're at on the scale, it is helpful um, the way that God made food. Mm Mm-hmm. And that he has given us tools to bring healing to us in our bodies naturally. Um, there's a root called turmeric. It's an Indian root. It's um, known to look like ginger root. And I found that turmeric is anti-inflammatory. Basically, it helps the inside of your body not be inflamed the same way. Wow. An amazing tool. It's a spice, but you can make golden milk with it. You can put it um, in shots. You can do it like... I meant, when I say shots, just so you know, I'm not saying alcohol. I'm literally saying, like, a turmeric with ginger, like, shot. Or you'll mix it in in different things. And I found that that's been helpful. And drinking a greens protein type thing, like, gives you nutrients. And um, having salads. And I'm saying all this because the Lord revealed this to be also treasures. Mm -hmm. Where I find that I love salad. Because I can still add things. There's still freedom. I'm restrictive. I have a restrictive diet, but I'm not restricted completely. And many times people will say, well, what can you eat? Well, hey, I can eat this, 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 and this. And then once I reveal what I can make with those things, it's it's almost like 
I literally have to work for my food, so I appreciate it more. Yeah. When before, my mom would joke that I may become Paula Deen. <laughs> if you don't know who Paula Deen is, she used to eat a lot of butter. Yeah. And was not someone that you would consider as fit. And so my mom would tease me kindly about, hey, Elizabeth, watch what you eat. And this was when I was younger. Not like um, condescending. Not It didn't really affect my perspective of my body or anything. But she would just warn me. And I've seen that, like, one of the treasures that I have is that I'm aware of how my body operates uh-huh. and what foods cause me to gain or lose weight and what is healthy. And I have to have certain restrictions on my food because of self-control as well. So it's been really cool. Um, and this is just just a trial that yeah. I've experienced. Um, it's where my favorite verse in the Bible has come from, Second uh, Corinthians twelve nine. But he said to me, for my grace is sufficient for you, so because my power is made perfect in weakness. So therefore, I will boast the more gladly, so that Christ's power may rest on me. I love that verse, and it's been a life verse ever since I've gone through all these things. And there's other levels and layers yeah. to it. Um, I want to say that the faithfulness of God is that any time that I was really going through more pain, because I've had levels, um, it didn't stop right when I went gluten-free, God brought someone in. Mm. So not only have I been able to talk to people, but he's also brought in people that would help, Mm -hmm. whether that was a doctor or a friend or a neighbor right right next door. And um, I'm not upset that this is the journey I'm on. Yeah. I would never ask this for myself or anyone else. But I get excited now when I find out that someone else is gluten-free or dairy-free. I get excited when I can share things or, like Tori, when I bring something to you that is those things and you love it. I love trying your stuff. Yeah. (laughs) It's Um, great. (laughs) Baking is a a joy. There's certain things. And gluten-free baking is not fun in the sense of let me do it easy. Yeah. But it's a joy when you get done. And you've experienced something in the process of mixing this flour with this flour and a third flour. And then all of a sudden <laughs> having a great cake. Yeah. Um, and I feel like in our society, so many things are instant gratification. Yep. That by having an allergy, it has made me do hard things mm-hmm. and not get things instantly. So I'm willing to put the work in other things in other areas of my life because I always have to do it when it comes to my food. Mm-hmm. And so it's made me a better person because I can have compassion for those that I may not have had compassion for. I work harder for my food, so I know how to also work harder for other people and other things. Yeah. And so there's just levels that my life is richer because because of it. Mm -hmm. And I love, like, just hearing you talk about it and, like, seeing you talk about it, like, there could have been, and I'm sure there might have been moments where you're like, I'm not healed. Like, this is so upsetting and I'm mad. But, like, even though you weren't technically, in quote, quote, healed, like, God has used mm-hmm. all of this for his glory. And because of your not, like, being completely 110% healed, like, you get to bless others and you mm-hmm. get to um, talk. You're, like, a wealth of knowledge for me and everybody else, like, telling me all these things that I didn't even know. And, like, you are a blessing to other people because of your trial. Like, you mm-hmm. have gained these treasures that you can now be treasures to other people. That's really pretty. I like that. I think of the whole dynamic thing. 
I don't want to be one dimension. I don't want to be just like, this is who I am on paper and that's all I am type Mm -hmm. thing. And I feel like by having these trial, this trial of health and food, it made me more well-rounded to be able to bounce different places that I wouldn't have been able to if I was a square box. (laughs) If I was that perfect box that had everything all together inside of it, the right health, the right attitude, all these things, I wouldn't be able to go where I go now. Yes. And truly, there were days I was crying on the floor. There were times where it was so intense I actually sometimes even block it out of my mind. Um, But because of those days, I literally can love people in a completely different way. And other people can love me too. Like, I have one friend who really doesn't know what I can't eat and is constantly forgetting it. And it brings me so much joy when she does her best to take care of me no matter what. And to see that people can also care and that it opens up our eyes to help us have understanding of other people. Yep. So I'm very thankful for what God's done because this was not a trial I ever wanted to walk on Mm -hmm. or through or in or whatever that term is. (laughs) Uh, But it's what I've been going through and really, truly, I've overcome the trial. Yes. It's around in my life. But the treasures are what I see yes. and the trials behind me. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Oh, well, this is season two. So, Elizabeth, tell me what's bright and bubbly in your life. <laughs> well, one, I just have to say that I am so encouraged by this podcast. I know that that's a weird thing for the host <laughs> to say, but I'm encouraged by those that reach out to us. Yes. I'm encouraged that... Um, I can listen to what's said by us and go, wow, Lord, you did something amazing. Um, and just pause, you know, once a week just to um, focus in on uh, what the Lord's doing around us or in our people that listen or, or the people that we interview. So my encouraging thing would be that this podcast encourages me. And that's not a pride thing. Like literally just listening to Tori encourages me. So, hey, the podcast <laughs> is going to encourage me. Um, and then my... My bubbly thing would have to be that um, life is changing for me, and I've been able to do a couple of things that I've never done before. Um, I just got back from a trip where my cousin built a zipline, and so I got to go on a zipline in a backyard, and like not a zipline where there's some person, you know hooking you up but like literally trusting this wire and hooking myself up on it <laughs> um and it was so fun just to go zip lining and also to appreciate the hard work that someone put into it i really like that so my fun thing is something i did new was i went on a zip line in a friend well my cousin's backyard fun fun mm-hmm. well go out be blessed encourage somebody again thanks for listening yep see you or Have you listened to us soon?